I'm the grave digger queen. Feels as if death is always around the corner. And those that think that are absolutely correct. Everyone knows they'll die, but it's always on some far off day, some far off time. I embrace the cold reality of the eternal sleep, and I embrace the knowledge that everyone will eventually land in my bone pile. As I grip this skull, each tells a story, whether it's mundane or fantastical, and it is these stories that create the world. Friends, I may well be the gravedigger queen, most sacred of all our creed. But I am also a collector of tales. This tale is called Make Me Real by Mocho Shelby. Buffett was starting to become afraid to venture downstairs at night. He was a grown man, unable to bear the idea that he was simply alone in a house of shadows that formed deep dark notions that swirled with life obscuring potential villains he wanted to get a snack but if he did he'd pass it it was nothing but a trick of the light a mere phantom conjured by his imagination yet and still he felt it he felt as if it evolved all he had to do was change the position of his bikes and put the night light in another outlet. But somehow, if he did do this, that would mean he was merely a coward who was afraid of a bicycle shadow and a few oddly positioned knickknacks on a table. Buffett stopped thinking about it because in the end... It was stupid. It was nothing but darkness on the wall. He walked down the stairs briskly as if he didn't care. He tried to pretend he didn't care. So much so that he didn't even bother to turn around to face the dark spot on the wall. His body slightly obscured the light and it reasserted itself when it passed. He moved around the bikes to the kitchen of his darkened apartment. The night lights on the floor served as his guides, reminiscent of the movie theater running lights. Buffett clicked the switch on the kitchen wall, driving back the dark. He looked in the fridge and grabbed the soda. He scavenged for chips, too, not to avoid the phantom apparition on his wall. If he got more than he needed, he wouldn't have to bother with coming back down again, so that is what he told himself. To make him not seem the coward, he faced the silhouette at the bottom of the stairs, taking a nearly imperceptible breath before he did. The shadows transfixed into form, and the shape of the bike handle made spindly little arms and crumpled up paper bags on the table formed a long distended crown of blades. Buffett walked past the regal representation of darkness as if it didn't matter him. Yet it did. And it didn't. 
Buffett pulled an all-nighter like he used to when he was younger, so he biked back from his buddy Elias' house. Well after dark, he had gamed with reckless abandon and filled his mind with thoughts of plasma rifles and double kills. He placed his bike on the side of the wall and hastily hit the lights. He jumped with shock when he saw the tendrils of blackness stretching out at him. Nothing was more terrifying than forgetting your terror than suddenly finding it again unexpectedly. Buffett turned his light back on immediately. He took a breath and simply twisted the direction of the handlebars. He could. He would not allow a figment to change any of his behavior. He stared at the darkness as if daring it to defy him and it reached for him with intangible arms born of a man's mind. As he took the first step up the stairs he jumped when he saw the eyes roll from one side to the other he looked back at his nightlight urgently and saw nothing out of the ordinary buffett went up the stairs giving the shadow as wide a berth as he could he laid in bed obsessing over what exactly could have made the eyes move he was no child, so he was beyond the days of accepting exactly what he saw as real without explanation. When you became adult, reality, as harsh and unforgiving as it was, had an order to it. Nothing came from nowhere. He had an uneasy sleep that night, giving an adult consideration to a child's dilemma. When he woke up, he readied himself for work and was unburdened by the visage of the ever-shifting shadow figure. He decided to take the bike he had hanging on the rack today. When he looked down, he noticed the little black pebbles on the floor no bigger than a tic-tac. He smirked to himself. He had never been so relieved to see evidence of mice in his life. Buffett got traps and dealt with the problem. The next day, his problem was solved and the vermin had met with a very real end for trespassing in his domain. For the next few days, Buffett was only nominally aware of the shadow on the wall. He ignored it when it reached for him, or it changed form slightly to be more menacing or more bizarre. One cold night, Buffett took an edible. Upon coming back from his kitchen on a snack run, he looked onto the wall and saw it staring back at him. He started on his way up the stairs and the eyes followed him up. He backtracked and looked for the nightlight to see if he saw something scurrying, but it wasn't a glimmer. It swayed back and forth in judgment of the small little mortal. Buffett moved in closer to the aberration, so close that if he had arms, it could reach out and grab him. He gazed into the irises of nothingness, unafraid. He gazed into it and saw the small but devious legs of a spider. He smiled to himself and gave his potential villain more consideration than it needed. He took off a shoe to show the spider's man's might. As he reached down and hopped on a single leg, he tripped over the waiting tendrils of his shoelaces and fell onto his bike. The eye in the darkness seemed to laugh and the figure changed his form to an impish monstrosity with branch-like limbs 
like that of an angel whose wings had been melted off from hell. You think it's funny, Buffett said when he addressed me. The shadow leaned in as the human attempted to push himself up from the ground. Buffett fell again when it came for him, not knowing if it was causing it to move or it was moving on its own. The darkness washed over him and enveloped him and it stole the human man before he was gone. Before I sent him off to the afterlife to be judged, I stared at him unwavering and unrelenting. Silently, I thanked him for the fear and I thanked him for the doubt. I am every shadow, and I am every unfounded creak in the night. The dark was nothing. Now I am always here because he believed it to be so. Grave digger queen here again. Thanks for listening. Gonna post every week if I can. Maybe if I can't, I'll see you around, kids.